Mmm, these are as delicious as ever, Bob. Well, thank you. Thank you. No one makes them better than me, I must admit. How do you do it, Bob? Well, I only use the very best onions. Aha! Yes, the very best. Yes. And I slice them carefully. Oh, yes. So yes. that each slice mm -hmm. is nearly a perfect circle. I can see that. And then I dip them into a sublime batter. Now, that's the key. And then into the bubbling oil. Ah, oh, so good. Lord of the Rings. They're so crunchy. Will not be presented at this time. Can I get a, a dipping sauce with this, too? So we may bring you the following peculiar podcast. Boy, them are really good onion rings. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. I have no trouble, each time we do a podcast, of coming up with a list of uh, musicians that have mm -hmm. shuffled off this mortal coil. Right. And it's usually rock musicians. They're in their 70s and 80s now, the guys, at least that I grew up with. Right. From the big bands, Led Zeppelin, Beatles, etc. Right. Uh, but this, this particular podcast, and I'm going back two or three weeks, I'm not finding anybody, anybody what? that would pop out at you. Which means that, A, that everybody's health is good, or B, all those guys have already died now and we got nobody left. Or you forgot about C, which is they could be croaking right this minute. Yeah. As, <laughs> as soon as this podcast is put to bed, there'll, there'll be a whole slew of big, them. Yeah. They'll all be going them. to some big rock and roll convention. They'll all be on the same airplane together. Yeah, and it'll right. go down in Lake Michigan. And that'll be that. Oh, God. Then we'll have plenty to talk about. So but I did you're not find... starting off. You're not starting off with any. Um, well, you hear this piano well, you music. Can't. You hear this piano music back there. Yeah. That's all I could find that I thought I could share with folks, uh, folks or folks. Ninety-nine-year-old uh, Amahoy Tesagu Maramium Gubru, and I, I'm just oh, slaughtering for the name. Heaven's sake! It's, what did you she, make that up? No, it, she was from Ethiopia. Uh, and an incredible p pianist, and then decided, nah, I don't want to play the piano. After all, I think I'll become a nun. And she did. So she joined a, you know, a cloister. That's, that, that, that's happened to me before. Go Has ahead. it? It's happened to you too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but before all of that happened, she uh, recorded a few things, including an album called Ethiopics 21. It's a collection of solos by this remarkable hmm. person. And... Nora Jones, the musician, yes. said that this is the most beautiful music I have ever heard. She was knocked out. And uh, so I'll try her name one more time. Amahoy Tesegu Marayam Guabro. Oh, what's the use? Anyway, yeah, boy, 99 that years right old. Off, that yeah. rolled right off your tongue there, I, Pat. If you get on our uh, website, you'll, you'll see the name spelled out there. Other yeah. than that, one of the heroes of mine growing up was a guy named Craig Breedlove, which is a fantastic name, Breedlove. <laughs> he died at the age of 86, and his claim to fame was that at 
one point in time in the 60s and early 70s, I think, he was the fastest man on Earth. Really? Uh, he had the land speed world record several times. Tested beyond the speed of sound. Well, Craig Breedlove set a new land speed record, 600.601 miles per hour. And he had different kinds of cars. They were really rocket cars. But each one of them he named the Spirit of America. And the Beach Boys honored him in this song called Spirit of America. said he was the fastest person on earth well well in, in well, terms but of hold on but yeah. hold on i thought you meant like of his own ability not i mean i could be the fastest person on earth if i've gotten a big fast car well he did he designed these things you know a guy who said hey we we built a canoe larry now get in it and see how fast you can go now he, these were his machines he had them built at yeah. with his money and uh and so he broke the land speed record out on those Bonneville salt flats, prob probably you've heard of those. Now, they're in Utah. Yeah. And uh, so we got up over 600 miles an hour. Those records have been wow. broken since, but... Um, so you know, 600 miles an hour in a car? In a, Is it a in, car? Well, it's kind of a car, but it's a rocket. It was really a rocket with wheels on it. Oh. But, but incredible speed. Uh, one of the articles I read compared, said he was a cross between Neil Armstrong and Evil Knievel. And that oh. might... <laughs> That might be the best way to explain. Very daring. That'd be terrifying going along oh. the ground. If you're in an airplane going 600 miles an hour, you can't get a sense of it because you're so high up. But can you imagine being on the ground and tearing along at 600 miles an hour? No, thank you. With the windows down would be even worse. Oh, yeah. you got to keep the window <laughs> windows down. That would be bad. Uh, he was married six times. Wow. Uh, which was... May, maybe maybe he kept getting married because she wouldn't stop, stop nagging at him from the back seat. I don't know. Oh, brother. I think he got married six times maybe because he was too fast, if you know what I mean. Uh, you know who I am, don't you, honey? I'm the <laughs> fastest man on earth. She's like, oh, what, I know. What do you mean exactly? Let me show you. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's... Fast is not always good. Yeah. And then I also wanted to mention a guy that was 102 years old. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. His name was Al Jaffe. And, I know. Uh, I saw that. Oh, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, that cartoon guy. Yeah. He created... He was a cartoonist for Mad Magazine for 55 yes, years. Yes, I loved I Mad Magazine. I grew up on Mad Magazine. Wait a minute. This is... Yes. Stop... Stop everything, ladies and gentlemen. Now, last week, or last podcast, I mean, the, yeah. these aren't really week to week, um, we discussed the Three Stooges. Yeah. And you so, uh, you said that the Three Stooges were of no interest to you as, right. as, a, as a young woman, or right. even as uh, the uh, superannuated person that you are now. <laughs> um, yeah. You don't and? care for Stooges, so I kind of thought, well, that's a that's boy humor, and so I always thought of yeah. Mad Magazine as more boy humor than girl no. humor. Political, Am I wrong? Political satire? <laughs> no, D the Three Stooges were not anywhere near political satirey. Well, they, they did dumb. a few things. They, they did were a, just dumb. They did a couple of shorts that were making fun of Hitler. <laughs> 
gehabt haben. Ich darf mein Schicksal in Publik gehabt haben. Ja? Ja. 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 Get him. <laughs> It wasn't overtly. Yeah. Uh, satirical no. or political but no i loved i loved the political satire i loved the entertainment set they would skewer uh, yeah. mad magazine would skewer everybody movies entertainers uh, po politicians i yep. loved it i thought it was a great and the best part of mad magazine well so many good parts was the foldy thing in the back the yep. little yeah uh, blast the back page you had to fold it in a certain way i thought that was really brilliant you it had one picture that depicted something and had a saying on it and then if you folded it just right it would be a completely different picture with a completely different saying that is that's pretty talented right yeah there. They, he invented that al jaffe he did okay, yeah that was see, his idea and so, so he was the one that drew it every every whenever the issues every month God, i guess so good he had some other things he did. One was a department called Snappy Answers to Stupid Questions. <laughs> yeah. That always made me laugh. But yeah. he, and for that, he received the Rubin Award, which is a award. It's like the Pulitzer, but for cartoonists. And it's an award that Charles Schultz won, Mort Walker, oh. Al Davis, both of those Mad Magazine people. Yeah. And uh, Gary Larson for does the Far Side cartoons. Yeah. Gary Larson from Tacoma. Matt Groening got that Rubin Award, too. Oh, He wow. grew up in Portland, got to be good friends with Linda Berry, another cartoonist, and he went to Evergreen State College, and, of course, he invented The Simpsons. And uh, David, Hor that... David Horsey, the uh, editorial cartoonist, oh. also from Seattle. I'm wondering yeah, yeah. if there's something in Northwest Blood that, that creates all these cartoonists. Gary Larson, Linda Berry, Matt Groening, David Horsey. Probably David a Horsey lot of a... did a cart. David Horsey did a cartoon about you when you got fired from from Cairo. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. It's up on the wall. And it's the week after cartoon. that cartoon came out, it shows me climbing out of a of a sewer. sewer. I've got on top of the manhole cover is written the words of the radio station I'd gotten fired from, and it was very nice. And uh, and then the next week, for a collection of work, David Horsey receives. The Pulitzer Prize for cartooning, editorial cartoon. Yeah. So yeah, everybody right. assumed that he won the Pulitzer Prize for the cartoon he did of me. And oh. I've never disabused anybody of that belief. That's a good idea. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So I hope at Al Jaffe's funeral, I hope that the program is a foldy thingy. Wouldn't yeah. that be awesome if yeah. somebody yeah. made the program into a foldy yeah. puzzle thingy i hope people know what we're talking about if you don't you just need to pick up some old yeah. mad magazines or just or get just, on the internet and you'll just see just google it and and google the last page of mad magazine just google yeah. that yeah you'll that, see that should all work. sorts of images and so, there's almost yeah. always a political or social comment uh, mm -hmm. that you couldn't see until you folded it over and then it created a whole new message it was very yeah, i just explained it i already explained it yeah but i but i explained it better i thought <laughs> I don't think you did, but yeah, okay. Probably didn't. Okay, anyway, I just thought totally uh, fine. that's about it for, uh, you know, the lugubrious, hey, uh, creepy obituary an, portion of our little I have an observation. There's There are many more male cartoonists than there are female. I wonder what's up with that. I mean, you don't hear, you mentioned that one gal. What's her name? Linda Berry. Never heard of her. What did she what? do? Oh. What did she do? Uh, best known for her weekly comic strip, Ernie Pook's Comic, but 
her work is prolific and varied, and she's from uh, Wisconsin, but she mostly set up in uh, the Seattle area. And, uh, she, oh, yeah, she grew up in Seattle in a racially mixed working class neighborhood. Childhood was awkward. This is always the case with creative people, it seems like. Yeah. Difficult childhood. Parents divorced when she was 12. Working nights as a janitor at a Seattle hospital. Neither of her parents went to her graduation. And then at Evergreen State College, she runs into a, another cartoonist, Matt Gruning, when we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And she went to the University of Washington. And she worked with student editor... My friend, John Keister. That's how I got introduced to her. Uh, But she had a tremendous career. Folks, please welcome back to this program, Linda Berry. You just just moved to New York City. I did. You're originally from the Northwest, Uh as I recall. And now you're in New York City. Mm -hmm. Uh, how, How do you like it? I think it's fine. Yeah? I think it's fine. <laughs> Although, in the building that I live in, they keep putting signs up that say, you know, since Monday, three people have been mugged right. in this hallway, and then you go out to get milk, and you come back, and it's crossed out, and it says four. Ooh. So anyway, how are you? How are you doing? No, I'm fine. <laughs> I am perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Nothing too great. Nothing too awful. I think that's an okay place to land, don't Nothing you? Nothing too awful. That's really... That's great. Who could ask for more? I think that's what you should say when everybody's, you know, people often will say, how are you today when you go up to the cashier? How, they don't care. No, they don't But care. I think that's going to be my stock answer now. Yeah, not too awful. How about you? Well, I think you could go even farther with it, you know, especially what? if it's total strange. Hi, how are you today? Me? Oh! <laughs> 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 I'll take a latte and a, and a bran muffin. <laughs> That's happened to me before. Um, yeah. My my our good friend Trixie, you know, she lost her mom. No friend of mine. Uh, a while I liked back, her, I liked and, her mom a lot though. And she was talking about how she had gone to the bank to deal with some things, and the the. The bank person just said, "How are you? How how are you?" And she just burst into tears. So it really? does happen. Oh. oh, she lost her mom, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. wasn't ready yeah. to go out yet. Yeah, yeah, well, it's tough. Gotta, it's brutal. You gotta you gotta go out, and sometimes just when people ask you how you are, it can make you burst into tears. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I know, and I think uh, actors use that technique too. They think about, "Oh, my mom dying," yeah. or something, and the the tears can then flow. Or, on the other hand, if you didn't care for your mom that much, you might burst out laughing. But either way, uh, you can use it as an acting technique. I have a serious question for you. Okay. I don't know if I'm the person for it, but go ahead. When was the last time you cried? Um, It was this morning. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Are you joking with me? No. I had this... Uh, overly long hair sticking out of my oh, nose. Jesus Christ. And I gave that baby a yank. And, uh, whew, boy, my eyes started watering. Oh, it's crying time again. You're gonna need me. Uh, let me think. Lee. I, I can't remember. I, you know what? I'm, I'm a pushover. I, I think I will probably weep at least once a day. You uh, do? At, at TV I love shows. that about at you. At TV shows or... Sometimes I'm, when I'm just out walking by myself. Do you ever cry about me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. Well, yeah. 
I well, cried yesterday. I haven't cried in a while, but I cried yesterday. What was the? So. What, can you share the reason? Oh, I just, you know, um, <clears throat> just this, um, you know, it's hard to have to, I, I've been processing this breakup. Remember, I got broken yep. up with. <laughs> yeah. The guy who said, I don't want to have a relationship. Oh, it's crying time again. You're going to leave me. Yes. That guy. <laughs> the, he also said that. He had a lot of priorities in his life, and I wasn't one of them. Oh, my God. Why? Do you, he's really laying it on, isn't he? Well, I mean, at least he was honest. And again, like I said, dog, pi you, dog pile on foster. You can't you can't really um, you can't. There's nothing there. You can't argue with that. You just have to go. OK. And I, I was just I've been pretty OK. But yesterday, I don't know. It was a weird day. I I saw something he gave me and I just lost it so i need to throw that thing in the trash or give it to you that's what i'll do i'll give it to you i was gonna say is it an object or did he give you herpes oh pat <laughs> no either way it would make you cry i suppose no no i don't mean to make light of it i i really don't i i know real life people like to laugh uh i mean this is the fodder for a lot of stand-up comedians they talk about relationships invariably uh, and I think we laugh to make ourselves, for, yeah. stop ourselves from crying sometimes. Sure. Yeah, yeah it's, it'll, it'll get better. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's why I cried yesterday. What, and you weep every day. I find I, I weep cool. at TV shows that are so, commercials. Yeah. I was watching one, uh, anything with puppies in it. I'm gone. <laughs> uh, pretty mu pretty much. I'm serious. Snap. I know, I am, and uh, oh my uh, I'm not gone, but I mean, I'll tear up. I or, puppy commercials uh, make me or cry guys too. or stuff with babies in it. Guys, you know, dads holding babies, and oh. uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of a sucker for that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, I really uh, cried during uh, all those Fast and Furious movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are tear because I'm afraid of sure. cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was th this has nothing to do with anything, Lisa, but speaking of watching TV and mm -hmm. commercials, uh, you have you seen these? Com they used to have a little animated man in these Empire Carpet commercials. Mm -hmm. Empire Today. Yeah, with and those. They, yeah. You'd be a little guy with a cookie duster mustache and he'd be dancing around and they'd be putting down your flooring or your carpeting or something. 800 today. Well, they're running this ad right now. $99 for carpet. Hooray. $99 room sale. $99 for hardwood. Okay. I'm getting new floors from Empire today. It's Empire's $99 room sale. Flooring for $99. Empire. Today. 99 bucks. They don't say what's the square footage you know they don't ask just 99 bucks and you can get your carpet put it that's a pretty good deal so we can do something now that was really not easy to do before we were able to record things or had sophisticated televisions that we could freeze on a frame yeah so this time i stopped it and i read the disclaimer at the bottom oh god so okay. it's 99 dollar sale yeah that sounds great it does you, you can hear how happy the singers are and everything well then this smaller print way below the screen so it will underneath but still visible on the screen says excludes installation pad <laughs> other materials <laughs> And miscellaneous charges. The $99 is for select styles. 
which could be only two styles. Oh, Product only, not available in all areas, ends Thursday. (laughs) So all of these things diminish the impact of $99. Yeah. It's like, why even, you know, they select, why don't they select, why don't they sing about $99 doesn't include pad or anything else and it's not available in all areas? And I just realized that's what they all do. They put... It wouldn't do the job. It caught your attention because you said that sounds like a great deal. They put the best part about it. That's what they're singing about. The worst parts of it, they bury. It's like those ads you you see for medical stuff all the time. Correct. They spend the first part of the ad telling you how swell it is, Mm -hmm. and then the balance of the ad that lasts 50 seconds telling you about all the side effects, the horrible things, death that could occur. Right. You know, you could burst into flames. This is interesting because I just uh, was listening to a podcast about the psychology of those medical ads. If you notice when they go through those side effects, next time pay really close attention. They start off with the worst thing that could happen, like, you know, you're you your ears fall off or whatever mm-hmm. what would be the and one? then well, if you're wearing glasses then you can't see or what either. other important body parts that you would care about might fall off yeah <laughs> so <laughs> they start with that or death they start with that they start with you you bleed out your you know you bleed out. well your, i think death should always get the lead you bleed out of your belly button then this will happen and then it, it it gets incrementally less severe and aggressive like then, then it goes to, you Your know, foot might itch. Yeah, yeah, you'll have itchy feet or a stomach ache, and the yeah. reason they do that is to leave you with because you're all of a sudden you go, oh well, that's not too bad then. If they led <laughs> with, if they led with, it's really interesting, don't you think? If they yeah, led with, you'll have itchy feet, a stomach ache, um, your thingy will fall off, and then you or you could die. Then you're like, no way, there's no way I'm taking that, no way. And I'm wondering how many people even study the ads that closely or are listening to that. Because the, the balance of that ad, they usually show someone who has some malady, some disease, some shortcoming of some kind. And this medicine or this treatment is going to going to uh, mitigate that for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think for me, when I watch these ads, I just, I'm studying the person on screen more. Hey, they look pretty happy. Oh, well, that, that, that rash they had is, you can hardly see it anymore. Oh my gosh, look at they're grinning like like for all it's worth, even though they just said they might die. So this is they look pretty happy about it. That's exactly. I'm I'm noticing the actors more that's than all, I'm listening to the words. That's all by design. So they oh, can, of course. They can Everything we do, everywhere we go, um, uh, the myriad times today, you'll walk out, you'll go to the store. We'll not notice, you know, when we come into the store, all these things that are placed right in front. When you first come in, they want you to buy, to get your attention. Mm-hmm. We don't notice where objects are placed on the shelf. If they're eye level, you, somebody's paying extra money to get that position on the shelf. Right. And then the lower, you know, the lower shelves, you know, you know, they're not credited as much. So all of this is done by marketing people. Uh, they, the music they put in stores is usually thought out. Mm-hmm. Once in a while in the weekend cruise, you know, when the managers aren't there, then the music changes. Mm-hmm. Like the music would be get, on a on a weekday, the music in a given store might be this. But then, when the managers are gone on the weekend, this is the music. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. 
So you experience that once in a while, but otherwise it's all carefully uh, cultivated and uh, curated to be the perfect music to put you in a buying mood. And smells too. And smells. If they have a bakery in the store, they're wafting that bakery stuff all over the place so that you go buy eight Mm. loaves of bread. Mm. Mm, I smell meat. What's that lovely meat smell? Mm. Bacon. Oh my god, bacon. Yeah. Oh, I think I smell a rat. Oh, I think I smell a rat. Hey, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, too. Probably not at all an original observation, but I was ruminating back to when I was a kid. And at one point, my parents had a telephone in their bedroom, and then they had one other telephone up between the kitchen and the living room. It was on the wall. Yeah. And and the and I have this familiar ring on my cell phone to this day. So when you would hear that noise, it's classic. When you would, yeah, it's classic. I, I was thinking of doing a, a a little test. Sometimes I would get in front of like grade school kids, mm-hmm. and I'd have a, a whole bunch of sound effects with me, mm-hmm. and I'd say, "Okay, kids, who can identify this sound effect?" Yeah, they would know a typewriter. Who knows what this sound is? It's a rotary phone. Yeah, you get yeah. kids, kids. Kids wouldn't know those. Sounds. These yeah. sounds have become obsolete. Yeah. Although you know that phone ringing resurrected because it's one of the choices you can put on your cell phone. But other than that, yeah, uh, people. These are sounds from another era, and they're gone forever in many cases. That's a really good point. Like the sound. Remember the sound of a VHS tape rewinding at high school. Yes. That's or or the sound of a, a VH test uh, tape getting snarled up and getting eaten by the machine. <laughs> You're going, oh, my God, that's my only copy. Yeah. Uh, but I, my point was that these landlines, when you were a kid, or even probably as an adult, when the phone would ring in your house, it was like, oh, my gosh, somebody's calling. <laughs> we're getting a call. You get this sense of excitement, anticipation, yeah. wonder. Who could it be? Yeah. Wait, could they be calling for me? It could be something for someone who is no relation, but it could be something special just for me. Oh, I wonder who it is. I wonder who it is. Oh, I can't wait. And then yeah. you sit there, your mom or dad answers the phone, and then you wait for those magic words. Lisa, it's for you. Yay! Oh, my God. You're so excited. Yeah. Fortunately, yeah, of course, you had to take the call within three feet of your parents listening in. Right. But uh, it, we got an extra had... long cord one time, yeah, and so I we... was able to go down a, a flight of stairs a bit. But, That's what yeah. we had, a, a phone that had a very long cord that I you could go in the bathroom with. Yeah. And just have But now, phone. with cell phones, that sense of wonder, joy, anticipation, excitement... It's gone. And now your cell phone goes off. Right. And you look down at the cell phone, you go, oh, my God, not again. Yeah. Oh, I, sh- I'm not filled with joy. Oh, I'm, come on. I can't. I'm filled I don't want to talk I'm, to them. I'm filled with contempt when I yeah. look at the phone. Your eyes are rolling. You think, yeah. oh, please. Oh, Because you see the name. You know who's yeah. calling. We yeah. didn't know who was calling in the olden days. Oh, heavens no. Oh, heavens. So you just get, you hoped 
Yeah. They, and you never, you never anticipated that there, you know, could be somebody said, you dirty bastard, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you know, you never expected that kind of call. Or that, that so, they would say you owe them money or something. Yeah. That was also before the answering. I remember when the answering machines came out, how yeah, incredible yeah. that was and how horrifying it was to come home and not have one single message <laughs> I waiting know. for you. It's like, really? Nobody had, cared enough to call me? I've had a horrible day, and then yeah. there's this. Not yeah. one yeah. call. Yeah. Not only have I had a horrible day, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. So, uh, if you could go back to the days of landlines only and no cell phones, mm -hmm. what would would you do that? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Now, let's leave aside the fact that the work that you do or what we're doing right now is made possible by the miracle of, uh, of technology and electronics that would have been absolutely unthinkable 40, 30 years ago. Right. Uh, but let's uh, leave that aside. Let's just talk about the phone itself. If you could say, I'm done with the cell phone. I'll be happy just with a landline. I feel that my, I have sort of, well, you know this about me. I'm, I'm always concerned that things are going to go sideways at any given moment. So for me, there's a lot of comfort in having a cell phone with me in case things do go sideways so that I can call you <laughs> and say, Pat, remember, remember when I was trying to get from your house to the airport? up that snow and it snowed yes. and I was yeah. so scared and I didn't have, I had a rental car Yes, and I, remember I that. was so scared and that, that you were just so kind and on the phone with me. I remember talking. saying, I hope you don't crash. <laughs> no, I hope you don't die. Yeah, I hope you don't I, slide I, off the mountain and die. I, re I remember saying that to you. Yeah. No, you're right. There is certainly that aspect of it. And the idea that we used to head out, Maybe we'd go on a hike or something. I know. And if anything happened, you twisted your ankle. Good yeah. luck, buddy. Yeah. You're going to have to exactly. crawl back down that hill yourself. So, or you have to have a really loud voice. I think because you can manage your cell phone. I, I'm not one of those people that's tied to my phone. I'm, I'm very annoyed by people who just can't stop touching their phone. Just put the phone down. But I, I feel like I can just, tr I don't even bring it, my phone into the bedroom with me. It's, it stays out in my, my office, my studio. I don't even have it near me. So yeah, um, yeah, but, I, I don't either. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can manage it. So no, I, I don't think I would trade. I don't think I would trade. Nope. Well, it's easy to say that, I guess. I'm kind of begging the question, but you're right. There are so many ways. Uh, technology has its definite pitfalls, but man. The benefits are enormous. I can't help but watch, like right now on my TV set, as I'm mm -hmm. looking across the room, mm -hmm. the, uh, do people call them TV sets anymore? No. On my screen, no. Uh, there's an old Western on there. And I, and I always watch these shows and I wonder, now how would the storyline be different if they had cell phones? <laughs> like uh, let, take a movie like High Noon where Gary Cooper's waiting for these bad guys to come in. He's not sure when they're coming. Right. With cell phones, he can. Hey, Larry, uh, can you bring? Can you round up some guys over there in uh, Dodge City and yeah. bring them over here? These bad guys are coming. Yeah, I need. Uh, I need your help. Uh, he yeah. could have changed everything. And he, he wouldn't have even called. He would have just texted him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let me know immediately when you get this text. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. yeah immediately. That's the other thing is people don't call much anymore. Uh, everything people yes. text a lot and it kind of, that's the thing I miss is hearing people's voices. Well, in, the in, other, of course, texting, and I don't care how skilled a writer you are. And by the way, there are no skilled writers when it comes to texting. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't matter how skillfully you can write something. Uh, there's always going to be some nuance that is lost. And uh, how many times have you written something to somebody and think, well, that's good. And then they misinterpret it. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it, 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 they, they, they take it all wrong. And yeah. so it finally, you have to call them and, and clarify what you meant. Right. Yeah. It happens every then. day. Yeah. yeah. Even then. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, we have, uh, some people to thank. Can we throw that in here or did you have? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Make it quick. Hey, I will make it super quick. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So these are our listeners who were kind enough to, Come on, pick it up. to give us money. Yeah, yeah, we know why. Okay, and just go. we want to say thank you to them Hurry up. for uh, keeping our little podcast afloat because we use this money. Oh my God, what a long pro preamble. Just get to it. Pay for our website, to pay for... What else do we use it for? Well, my operation. Your operation. Yeah. Uh, we use it for my pedicures. So we want to thank you guys for that. So um, a big thank Oh, and thank you uh, for those of you. We uh, we uh, thank you for not paying in Bitcoin, by the way, folks. Thank you very much. Because I don't know how to use it. I went I to the store the other day with yeah. Bitcoins and they just stared at me. So I, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Good. So, uh, and and for uh, those of you that do want to help us keep this afloat, because we like to provide this for free for people, so you don't have to contribute, but we'd love it if you would buy us a cup of coffee. You can just go to our website, peculiarpodcast.com, and click on the big old coffee cup, and yeah. we'd love it. And, we don't. And we you don't know, pay. if you've been out and about at all, ladies and gentlemen, you know, a cup of coffee is going to run a yes. guy at least a hundred bucks exactly. these days. Yeah. yeah. We don't set the prices. No. Uh, if you got a beef about that, go talk yeah. to Starbucks. Yep. Yeah. Not, All right. So us. we want to say uh, thank you to Martin Duke. Thanks to Bill Halbert, James Dean. Oh, Bill Halbert. Ga- James Bill. Dean? Yeah, James Dean. You still around? Oh, huh, yeah. I got some yeah. bad information. Yeah. Bill Halbert. Bill Halbert. Thanks twice. for. Bill uh, Halbert is great. He's so great. Uh, Robert Kinney is great. Ty Galvin, thank you guys so much for keeping our little podcast afloat and uh, for helping pay for Pat's operation. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. It really is extraordinary. We, we thank you. We really do thank you. Hey, do you watch the, uh, are you a fan or have you seen, uh, maybe I know the answer because you have to have HBO, but do you, have you watched Succession? Okay. The, uh, can we, can we go back to the HBO thing? I will answer your question in a moment. Yes. HBO go. Okay. All right. So one of the things that is nice when you are friends with somebody or perhaps you're dating somebody is that mm-hmm. you can share passwords for mm-hmm. A variety of streaming. Oh, I, I would never do that. <laughs> so, I had given my Netflix password. Is that all right to say? Or are they going to arrest me for saying that? 
Well, they're not going to arrest you because okay. you can deny everything. Okay. Oh, I was just doing it uh, for entertainment purposes on my podcast. It w- that's not a documentary, Your Honor. It's just a silly podcast. Uh, so <laughs> okay, you got so, you got nothing on me. So I shared not only my Netflix password but my Hulu password um, with this latest paramour that is no longer a paramour. He's a gone more. <laughs> so you could change your passwords. He's an out of here more. No, 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 no. That's not where I'm going here. So when I saw him, when he decided that I was not a priority in his life anymore, couldn't be, I said to him, hey, I'm having trouble getting, this is before he broke up with me. I said, I'm having trouble. Yeah. He had shared with me his HBO Max password, which is where Succession is on, right? And there were some other good shows I wanted well, to watch. Well, it's on regular HBO too, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I don't get that. So anyway, he had given me his HBO Max password. So I said, hey, I'm having trouble with the the, the application. I can't get it to work on my tablet. Will you help me? And he said, well, that's going to go away in a couple weeks anyway. And I said, well, why? And he said, because I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, what's the word? Renew my, my. Keep paying my, for it. My Subscribe. thingy. Yeah. My thingy. And then he says to me, I said, oh, that's a bummer because I wanted to watch Succession, what you're talking about. And there was a couple other shows, uh, one with Gene Smart. And he said, well, um, I'll keep it going if you want to split it. And I said, no, I don't want to split it. You have my Netflix password and my Hulu password, and I don't make you split that with me. And right, right. and did, did he uh, agree with that reasoning? I don't know. It just was astonishing that that was even a, 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 even suggested. <laughs> it was like, well, well, that splitting thing was was ridiculous because no. because he, he split on you so. Well, I, he split on me after that, so I was like, I'm glad I didn't take up that tempting offer to split HBO Max with you. So the question is, at this moment, do you have HBO? No, because, no, no I have to go, I'm, um, do you want to split it with me, Pat? No, <laughs> no, no, but if you have, your, Pat, I wouldn't mind getting your Hulu password from you. Would you give me your HBO password? I don't have a password. I think I'm paying for it. Oh, so you are? No, that's what I'm saying. So well, you're it's not included in my t- my absorbent. Oh, it's on TV cable. Package. It's yeah. not HBO Max where you can stream whenever you want. No, yeah. no. Although uh, I'm tempted. Well, then you're of no use to me. You're no. of no use. That that is so shallow. Oh, I'm just looking at an Empire commercial on TV right now. Yeah. They're on all Wait. the time. Uh, my okay, point so is, no, I my haven't point seen is, su- successions, but I heard you told me, you texted me and said it was do it. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to start watching it as soon as I get my own HBO max thingy, my own password that I'm not sharing with anybody. Well, you know, I've, I've long told you that the, my, in my opinion, just, just my opinion, yeah. the best show ever on television was breaking bad. Uh, yes, I just thought it I was agree. the most well done, consistently yeah. exciting and wonderful show. Absolutely. Ever. Now I'm starting to waffle a bit. What? I'm thinking this succession might be really? the greatest show ever. <gasps> uh, or at least this last episode that I saw it. Uh, anybody listening, it's episode four. It's episode three of their last season. How many seasons I, are there? I think there's four. Okay. I think this, I this is the fourth and final season. Uh, and I, I will not do any spoiling of it, but it's Thank just you. 
spectacular, okay. and it's all about the acting and the. It, okay. uh, I, I can't say anything more about it. It's just, it's just such brilliant TV. There used to be an FCC commissioner back in the 50s, I think, or maybe 60s. I can still remember his name. It was Newton Minow, like the like the little fish Minow,、mm. and he declared at one point that television. This is an exact quote. Television is a vast wasteland. I invite each of you to sit down in front of your own television set when your station goes on the air. I can assure you that what you will observe is a vast wasteland. You will see a procession of game shows, formula comedies about totally unbelievable families, blood and thunder, mayhem, violence, sadism, murder, Western bad men, Western good men, private eyes, gangsters, more violence and cartoons, and endlessly commercials, many screaming, cajoling, and offending, and most of all, boredom. Basically, we're saying most of the stuff on TV is crap. Yeah. And there's you can't find anything good out there. It's a vast wasteland. Well. Fast forward to today, I would certainly dispute that. There's so much great stuff on TV; it actually is better than you can get in most movie houses. It, it, there's, if you search for it,、mm-hmm. it's just there's some wonderful writing, some tremendous acting, and、mm-hmm. man, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. So my my the reason I'm bringing all this up it's and it's not necessarily a very new topic is what is the statute of limitation? What's the reasonable statute of limitations on spoiler alerts? Oh, good question. For example, if I said to somebody, "Oh, Citizen Kane, yeah, you know, it turns out that Rosebud was a sled." The movie's been out since 1939. Yeah, but for God's sake! See, that's not that's not your、uh, that's not your place to determine、so、they, how how quickly somebody get catches up with entertainment. That's your you are playing God, my friend, yeah, and I don't okay, like I, it one bit. Okay, I get what you're saying. So you should ask somebody. Hey, do you want me to tell you what happens, or do、yeah. you already know? And then we can talk、yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I we have that spoiler alert thing only for shows of fiction, things that are not real. They're stories.、Okay. They're not real. Like,、right. for example,、uh, I, I, if I came to you, oh my God, did you hear what just happened to the World Trade Center? Yeah. And you go, <laughs> and you go, oh no, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me. I want to wait till I can watch it on the news tonight. Don't tell me. <laughs> Well, hold See, on. You'd never、though. do. You'd never do that in real life. Yeah, but, but what about but for、sports? pretend little shows? No, 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 no. Uh,、uh-uh. uh, no, no. Sports is another thing you can't do that with because a lot of people who can't watch a particular ball game will tape I, it. Yeah, that's true. That's good. And they good won't、point. don't want you to like d- during the Olympics too. That's another thing because sometimes yeah, those yeah. for those performances or, or not time delayed competitions、yeah. are on the middle of the night, and so you do not want to go on social media until you have actually watched it. And so that's the I think those are two other instances in real life. It's remarkable how hard it is, by the way, to sh- to shelter yourself from、yes. hearing about something big. No kidding, it's almost impossible. You have、yep. to be a hermit. Yeah, if you're a- anywhere near a radio, right?、Uh, anywhere, you know, walking down the street, you catch a、mm-hmm. newspaper headline or your、yep. uh, social media. Your phone blows up, and there it is, right in front、yep. of you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really... I even have I have an Amazon Echo Show with a screen. Yeah,、and、I do too. I don't even have to ask what's her face. I'm not going to say her name,、um, but I don't even have to ask her anything. She'll just throw crap on the screen, and it'll instantly bum me out. I'm like, why am I? <laughs> 
in my I hear you. God, just I leave hear me you. alone. I don't yeah. want to know. Okay, so I won't spoil that. At least I won't spoil I'm that one. I'm excited though. No, I'm oh. gonna watch it. I'm gonna oh. watch it. It's oh, I was just I've been thinking about it. Yeah. As we're recording this, it's it's been a week ago now, and I'm still thinking about it. It was that that okay. well done. Okay. Oh, it's great. I'm in. Great. I'm in. But I you have to be in. You have to watch the whole preceding seasons. No, I'm going because to. You, because you need to be invested in these characters yeah, yeah, for yeah, this yeah. to hit you as hard as it does. I will. I'm getting okay. on a plane in a couple of days that I'll be. Oh, um, yeah. yeah as got... we wrap this up, tell everybody what you're doing again. <laughs> you don't have to be mad at me. I'm not mad. I'm bitter. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on a plane for six and a half hours. So I'll have plenty of time to watch Succession because I'm going to Hawaii, baby. Hello. Pat, did I tell you I'm going to Hawaii? Hello. Don Ho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you did mention it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, well, I didn't tell you, I'm going to Hawaii. Uh, well, let me tell you, are you going to be able to record uh, from your end a podcast from Hawaii? Or you say, I nope, I'm, I'm on feel, vacation. I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah, this is for me to heal my soul and get a little different perspective. I'm going by myself. I'm going to... I'm going to do some writing and reading and probably a little drinking. Drinking wine, spoon, you drink wine, mop, mop. Wine, spoon, you drink wine, mop, mop. Wine, spoon, you drink wine, mop, mop. Pass that bottle to me. And you know, they got uh, some pretty good weed over there, too. I'm going to have what maybe a little marijuana cigarette, maybe. Okay. Uh, but you know what I am doing? I have to tell you this before you get to the joke of the day. Uh, my plan wasn't to go there and do any sightseeing. I wasn't going to rent a car. I just really needed to just, like I said, heal my soul and just be, get out of here. Because this podcast rips the scab off every time. Every so. time. <laughs> yes. But I had a friend who said, because this is what happens when you tell people you're going somewhere. They go, oh, God, well, if you're going there, you got to go see the that, 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 that. I'm like, no. You got to go to the battery museum. They've got yeah. every kind of battery you could think of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'm like, AAA, yeah. they got them. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm like, no, I don't want to go see anything. Except this one thing a friend said, if you don't go do this, I will kill you. And I said, okay, I'm going to go on a nighttime snorkel manta ray swim. Oh. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. And he said, it's it's absolutely the most amazing. He said, you need a little awe in your life right now. And I said, you know, you're right. I've just been in my own head and my own heartbreak. And I go, I, I'm going to Hawaii to reset. But that, I think, will be something that will be. I mean, I'm, all, I'm already talking about crying. I already am tearing up just thinking about how magnificent that's going to be. Yeah, so I agree with you. I yes. And I think it's worth the risk of, of certain death to do things like that. <laughs> don't say that. I well, I'm not. I'm, they, people aren't killed every day by the manta rays, but, well, yeah, every no, day. Hey, but not, it's not like it's an epidemic or anything. Manta rays don't have teeth and they don't have stingers. Yeah, but they psych you out. They 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 trick you, and then they say, "Hey, hey, come over here, come over here." And so you go over there, and there's a shark waiting for them. Oh! And then they the shark eats you, and then the shark says, "Hey, manta ray, I owe you. Thanks, man." 
<laughs> so Anytime, they're in, dude. They're Just in don't cahoots. eat me. I get it. No, you'll have fun. Are you going to the island of Hawaii? Or are you going to yes, Maui? Or? I'm going to the big uh, island, and I'll be in uh, on the beach. Wait, the big Kona. island. Oh, you're oh you're going Kona. to oh okay. So that's that is the island of Hawaii. Yeah, not yes. Waikiki, in other words. No. The big yeah, island. yeah, I love it. I, I just so, I haven't been there in a million years. But, I haven't either, but uh, airfares were perfect, and uh, I got a deal on the uh, Airbnb condo I'm staying at. Great. So anyway, I will have plenty of time to get into succession. So I'm super excited. Okay, well, good for you. I'm really hap- happy for you, and have a wonderful trip. And, and thank you. Send a, send me some pictures. I will. Not of you, but just pictures. Okay. Okay, not I Hawaii. Will. I don't. I've seen pictures of Hawaii. Okay, I'll just send you just, some random pictures. Just random pictures. Yeah, okay. that'd be great. Okay. And now it is time, Miss Foster, for yes. the joke of the podcast. I'm so excited. I've done. A, I, I, you know, I work hard. I I spend hours on these things. You do? Uh, I think some people say, I just flipped open a joke book and that's that. No. Really? I curate these I things. I test them. I, I, I take them out. Uh, there's a group uh, that I get together with, but probably about, it can vary between 200 and 300 people. And I try out these jokes in front of this group. And, and if they receive applause and yeah. people laugh and you're, it, you're, you're then, like, yeah. it, then it makes the cut. Right. And I, even then there's no guarantees as you know, but right. here's the one I came up with. Okay. It is, it, it was a resounding success when, <laughs> when I told it in front of this group. Okay. All right, here we go. There's a big circus going on, Lisa. Oh. There's a ringmaster. Okay. You know what? I, I wonder if my echo thing would be good here. Oh, yeah, you your a little toy. Yeah. yeah let, let me grab it. Yeah, that little echo thing is actually really good. The ringmaster. Okay, I found my I found my little echo thing, so. Okay. I think this will enhance the story. All right. Okay, now let me start over. There's a circus. And yes. In the middle of the circus, of course, is the ringmaster. And the ringmaster says... Ladies and gentlemen, in the center ring, we have Nero, the boldest and bravest animal trainer in the world. Watch, ladies and gentlemen, as he puts his head between the jaws of our man-eating lion. The crowd roars. Hold on a second. What, what? That echo thing is really good for that. Does it I sound ho- good? I hope you do more circus jokes just so you can use that thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so, um, okay. uh, so Nero puts his head into the lion's mouth and the crowd roars and he pulls out his head unscathed. Wow. And they're going crazy. And then yeah. the ringmaster says, All right, ladies and gentlemen, now watch this. <laughs> Nero. Unzips his pants. Oh no! And he puts that thing between the giant teeth of the lion. Of course. He and the does. audience is yelling. Of course Don't he do does. it! Don't do it! The lion's jaws clamp shut, but without flinching, Nero pulls them open, the jaws, and removes his unharmed thing. thingy. And wild cheers fill the arena. Well, when the noise finally dies down, the ringmaster steps forward and says, Ladies and gentlemen, a prize of $5,000, yes, $5,000 will go to any man in the audience 
Girl, try that trick. What? So his jaw drops because out of the audience comes a small, kind of wimpy-looking little man. And he steps right up to the ringside. The ringmaster says, What is your name? Well, look, I'm standing right next to you. Don't need to yell. His voice is more like this. Uh, my name is is <laughs> Carl Swanson. All right, Carl. Are you from here? I'm from out of town. All right. So, for $5,000, you say you're going to repeat that trick with our man-eating lion in front of all of these people. Is that right? But yeah. But I got to tell you something. I don't think I can open my mouth as wide as the lion did. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea, I will think of something to do. I'll be on the lookout for you. for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.